This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, thanks for joining us today, and we're going to tackle some questions on Genesis. So here's our question for today, Michael. If the days of Genesis were 24 hours, how could Adam have accomplished the enormous task of naming the animals in such a short amount of time? I love it. I love it. Let's read uh, Genesis chapter 2, and then we'll give maybe some yeah, hypotheses. Verse 20, I think, is where you're going, right? Um, sorry, verse 19. Now, okay. out of the ground, the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens, and he brought them to the man to see what he would call them, which I love this because mm-hmm. God's like, I wonder what he's going to do. What is he going to call them? Hmm. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was no suitable helper found. Okay. so. Here's what we don't know, okay? We don't know how detailed he got. But here's what we do know, this idea of species. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, you have the canines, right? There are multiple versions of canines now. Mm -hmm. Let me just read for you um, a general classification, taxonomical, taxonomy order that you would basically identify. You have to have all of these different, you know, areas. So you have the domain, the kingdom, the phylum, the class, the order, the family, the genus, and then the species, okay? Wow. So if he's going to be identifying every species, well, first of all, they didn't have as many species then, right? Because it was the first generation of animals. First generation. But now we th- we often put him into our modern day and say, well, that would take years, right? And it doesn't say that he has to do anything other than give him a name. And, mm-hmm. and what's also interesting is that he doesn't have to go get them. It's as if the Lord lined them up lines for him. Lines them up and brings them to him just like he did for Noah. Right. And, and he doesn't have to do fish. He doesn't have to do um, insects, all that kind of stuff. It's basically the most useful kinds of animals. And honestly, this could be a really simple, straightforward process if God basically had him identify um, birds, mm-hmm. mm, cats, mm, dogs. You know, right. if you get to like the, the fundamental core of, of the taxonomical structure, it's actually Pretty straightforward and pretty mm-hmm. simple. Yes. And it didn't mean necessarily that like, okay. He named every single species. Oh, yeah. He didn't give them personal names like Billy, <laughs> you know, and Jim. Um, he, he's more just identifying. And what, what's interesting, though, that the purpose of the exercise was not to exhaust Adam. The purpose right. of the exercise was to show Adam that he has a very significant need and that need doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But in all of these, all of this, all of the creation that God is bringing to him, you're going to have, by and large, male. And you're going to have female. And Adam's sitting there thinking, um, I see how they work. Where's my other half? Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what he asked. What his conclusion was. Correct. So he, here's like the cosmic setup, if you will, in a good way. God wants Adam, when he sees Eve, to A, understand who she is, to understand that she is the feminine counterpart to the masculine Adam, which he already has a category for that because he's seeing that in all of the animal creation. That's Mm -hmm. number one. Number two, he wants Adam to believe he has a need. And Adam is looking and saying, okay, I I see the purpose for which you made me, and I can't fulfill this purpose unless I have a woman, right? Mm -hmm. And so she is essential in fulfilling the purpose to be fruitful, to subdue and have dominion. And then finally, what God's doing is he's he's evoking a context where when Adam sees her, he's going to have an emotional response mm-hmm. to her. 
So basically, Adam looks around and God looks around and says, it's not good that you're alone because you can't do what I ask you to do if you're alone. Right. So God puts him to sleep, wakes up, and he sees this beautiful naked woman made just for him. And he's like, bone of my bones, mm -hmm. flesh, flesh of, of my, my flesh. flesh, she shall be called soft, yes. you know, Isha. you know, it's just beautiful Hebrew word. He just describes her physically and realizes that she's the perfect counterpart to him. But if we get lost in the question and we forget that, A, it's a different time, it's a different world, everything was different. If we get lost in the question as if the purpose of the naming was naming, we're going to kind of miss the point of we're what God's doing. We're going to miss the point because that's where God laid out his purpose in verse 18. Because the scripture says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for man that he should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Yep. And then we get verse 19. Yep. So we're given a glimpse of what God is about to do. Mm. But then he sets Adam up to come to the realization as well. Not only was the purpose of naming the animals to make Adam aware of his need for a female counterpart, but also prove to Adam that God has given him dominion. Yep. He has authority to rule over all of creation. And part of that dominion is, Adam, you are going to name these animals. Yep. And I think that's where some people kind of get hung up on this, that he named all the tigers and all the lions and all the elephants. Susan, and, Billy, and it's like, Jimmy. No, 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 no. That is <laughs> not, not the overarching purpose is laid out in verse 18 to make Adam aware of his need for a helpmate. Yep. This naming, there's so many layers, which, you know, you and I are trying to draw out here. One of them, which is in Jewish culture, to name something uh, means you have authority mm -hmm. over that. So as you just oh, said, yeah. that God's showing him you have dominion. And the very act of naming uh, is communicating hierarchy, if you will, right. in leadership and responsibility. Uh, but even in that process, um, it was never about the naming. The naming was a means to multiple ends. But That's exactly right. Primarily, uh, it's here's who you are, yep. and I'm going to give you a woman, and by the time I give her to you, you're going to have a very felt need for you're, her. You're going to know you need Absolutely. what I'm about to give you. Yep. And this is, I think, one of the most beautiful parts of marriage is that um, there are, uh, for those of us called to marriage, the those that God says, yeah, I want you to get married— um, your your wife or your husband uh, is supposed to be uh, a counterpart, a collaborative teammate with you to help you fulfill the mission right. that God gives your family. That's right. And uh, it's a very beautiful thing. God's very strategic. And um, yeah, so uh, it's a great question. I would not get hung up on the question. Um, it could no. have taken him a half hour. And, and we sit here and we're like, oh, I can't even figure out where I want to eat, you know? Yeah. And Adam was a like, was the boom, perfect man. boom, cat. Dog, uh, yeah. rabbit, uh, whatever. I don't know what he called him. But <laughs> exactly. We don't know what he called him, but yeah. we do know that it could have been very quick. Could have been. And it wouldn't have taken long for Adam to be like, wait a minute. How come there's a dude and a chick for all of them? Yeah. Where's mine? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, so hope that helps. Yeah, hopefully this has been helpful. Listeners, please come back next time when we answer another question about Genesis. Does Eden still exist? Yeah.